I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Down the blind, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Actually, let's skip this game. Eels versus Rabbitohs, not important. Not important. <laughs> not important. Roosters, Cowboys, what, what a match. Um, no. Eels versus Rabbitohs, holy moly. Are the Rabbitohs back-ish? They're a weird side. Were they ever out? For me, they were. Yeah? For okay. me, fucking like, like they were. Winning a comp, are you saying? Or? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. that, like, for me, they were. For me, if you had said six, no, maybe longer, ten weeks ago, for me, making the eight was a win. Now I'm going, are they a bit of a smoky? Now I'm not saying they're one of the favourites at all, but I wouldn't want to play this team come finals. They're, I would not want to yeah, play them. I agree with you. I think they're going to be. You're going to want to avoid them come finals. They're just so fucking – they just have these freaks of nature mm. that can just turn games on their head when they want to. But they're a wild footy side because they started with a tough draw. They didn't do too well. Then mm. they had a soft draw. They didn't do too well. And now all of a sudden they got this tough run. I'm going, oh, they're in a bit of trouble and they're doing heaps well. Six from seven. Six a- from and, seven. And the loss was only in Golden Point as well. Yeah. So six from seven, their only loss is to the Sharks by a point and Latrell missed three field goal attempts. Yeah. On top of that, they've beaten the Storm and the Eels twice in that run. So it's not like they haven't beaten top tier teams. I, I, mate, I think Demetrio deserves a massive rap. Um, now, obviously, we have to wait till the end of the season. Mm. But... It could have been a disaster this year. It's it's the first club that Wayne Bennett has left that has continued finals footy pretty much. If they if they do make it in the end, thoughts, Guru? Yeah, I, I definitely think they will play finals footy. I just think they're on such a tear at the moment. I think there's other teams like the team they played the other night, Parramatta, that are struggling. So I think that they will play top eight footy this year. I, can can they push for a top four berth, Matty? Yep. Is it is yep. it possible? What's absolutely Storm is sitting on thirty. They are sitting on twenty eight points, and they're four and against. Don't you play Mel- Do you play Melbourne over the next three weeks? No, nah, but we play Penrith uh, this week. Penrith? Penrith, then who, then Cows, Roosters. Penrith Cowboys, Roosters. So they're about 70 points behind Storm. So it's not, it's not terribly bad. Fuck, how good's that round 25 game going to be? Oh, fucking hell. Seriously. 
Seriously. It will almost be like a grand final. And it's like it's already sold out. Fuck, I want to get to it now, eh? Oh, it's gonna be mad. I want to go to it just to experience yeah, it, just to be there. Yeah. Fucking hell. Um, I I could be wrong, but hasn't it lined up to that? I think the Swans are meant to have a home final that weekend. Is that right? Did I read that somewhere? Oh, so it, it could cool. potentially you could have one hundred and fifty thousand people at oh, Fox Studios that night. It could be insane, mate. It's yeah, it's gonna be incredible, incredible. But yeah, no, oh, I thought they were very, very impressive in this game. Uh, obviously, Parramatta far from their from their best, but. I don't know. I feel like Sydney would have beaten most teams the other night. They're really good. Just in good touch at the moment. And they just looked like the team of last year where they had this crazy line speed and Totola has gone to a whole new level. Like, to think a team with Tom Burgess would go as well without Tom Burgess, like, as their main guy. I know he's still he's still to come back. He's serving his suspension, correct? Uh, so he served his suspension, but then he got injured. Okay. So he's, he's, he's having, like, he, he was training today, I just read, and on light duty. So he's no certainty to come back this like, week. Even, la- injury. Yeah. even last year, if you said to me, they don't have Tom Burgess, I would be like, mm, I'm a bit worried that they won't get the go-, go forward that they need. So it just shows you how far they've Against come. Against Parramatta? I know. To total around for 200 metres. It's arguably the best pack on paper. Probably is. Pro- I, I, you know what? I'd go as far. If it's not, it's it's one of. When it's, it wants to be. Yeah, yeah, when it wants to be. Because, like, you look at it on paper. You've got Madison, Papali'i, RCG, Paolo. Lane. Lane. That's in career best form. Like, that that right there is, like, even you've got Leota, Fisher-Harris, uh, you've got Martin, and then on the other edge you've got Kikau. I would probably say that the Eels might just have got Isaiah Yo. Maybe Isaiah Yo tips him over the edge a little bit, maybe. Mate, but I, it's I'd, competitive. I'd say that Lane's probably the most informed out of all of them. And like you, he'd probably be the last one I'd name. Yeah, which is it, it just shows you how strong that four-pack should be. But anyway, let's get back to the Rabbitohs. Um, yeah, thoughts about the game? Yeah, I, I, you mentioned Totola there. He's been incredible. I, I, I saw your post the other day. He's just – he's gone to a new level mm-hmm. over the last few weeks. Uh, and I agree. Six weeks ago, I was sitting there going, without Tom Burgess, they're in serious trouble here. Last two years, I've been sitting there going, they're short front rowers. Yeah, same. He has just come on. He's been incredible to Tola. Um, you obviously were missing the halfback. Ilias was out of this game, so Hawkins came in. Put did a pretty solid job. Mate, they look the, they look yeah. the same. Yeah. They look the same. If anything, I – in periods, they kind of looked better. And it's again, it's, I'm not saying it's the Ilias is the reason. I'm just saying, like, to lose your key seven and to look better, it's pretty impressive. I'd say the other thing, too, like, they've, lo- they've obviously lost Reynolds. They've lost Gagai. They, they, they've made up those spots. But I remember watching that grand final last year going, like, Blake Taff is going to be so important next year. Mm. They're not even using him. Yeah. Crazy. They've Crazy. got Nick Arima in the squad. They're not using him either. And mm. they're just, they're fine. Mm. It's really impressive, seriously. Like, Cody Walker looks better. Damien Cooks looks better. Latrell, obviously. Cam Murray is just a beast. I think Jai Arrow's line running on the edge is, is so crucial to all their great players. Like, that line run, it's it's the do or die. Like, if you don't get that right, you don't hold the defence up and they don't have the space on the edge. Alex Johnson is continuing to score just try after try. Uh, Timmy, what do you think about the game? Yeah, there are a few examples on the weekend of, of I think, the, the class side starting to peak towards finals. And we know that um, this is the time of year that 
the good coaches start to get their sides up for. And when I say the good sides and the class rosters, it's these sides who have done well in recent years and do have the good rosters. And it's it's Melbourne lifting for a big game. It's the Bunnies and the Roosters lifting for really big games. Um, so I don't think the timing of the season is any surprise that they've all got up for it. Uh, and the Bunnies, uh, they were fantastic, weren't they? I mean... <laughs> It's very hard trying to work out what sort of side they beat because you don't know with Parham. We'll get to them shortly. But, I mean, the bunnies on what they've done the last six weeks, they've just flipped things on its head. And you'd be brave. And I was with you, Campy. I'd sort of been pretty close to putting a line through on this mm-hmm. season. You'd be a brave person to rule them out based on what we know that they can do with ball in hand because yeah. their ball movement – and. You know, we talk about Latrells who finishes with a little tip on here. We talk about Cody who goes deep into line, but it all starts with Cam Murray in the middle. Yeah. And, and the amount of defenders he attracts and just the service he's giving, it all starts with him. So from going from one side of the field to the other, they're just electric. Yeah. It's, it's what we saw last year. Yeah, it really is. Like yeah. maybe they lack that little bit extra bit of class that Reynolds can obviously deliver mm. um, and Gago in the centres, but like... <clears throat> I think um, I think Tass has been really good since he be brought back in. He he came in, he had those errors. Then he's since then since he been brought back in, he's been outstanding. Two hundred and eight meters for Tass, one try assist, twelve tackles, only two misses. Um, and if you look at Tass as well, if you go back and look at the game, most of his runs would have been one off the, like tackle one off the ruck, like Toto does. Like he takes oh, so many tough carries, so many tough carries. Like he. He's been outstanding, uh, and we have to remember Campbell Graham isn't in the side. We're talking about their best back pretty much outside Latrell Mitchell. Due back this week with a bit of yep. luck. So that's huge for him. Isaac Thompson? He's been unbelievable. Where the fuck did he come from? Hey, a great story on that one. So uh, one of our good mates, Nick Campton Journo, he put out a story on Thompson the last couple of days. He didn't play a game of footy for five years between 2017 and 2022. What? Yep. Hame Sele is a good mate of his, mm. and he got on the phone to him and sort of got chatting to him, started G him up, saying, mate, like, you're, you're a gun. We need to get you up moving. Uh, I think it was Demetrio and one of the other coaching staff at the Bunnies had coached him in lower grades, and they mm. sort of said, oh, yeah, sweet. Like, get him up and going. Let's bring him in for a pre-season on. I'm, I don't know the complete detail, but it would have been training trial at absolute best. Yeah, so it, was, it, was train, it was training trial. Training trial. Yeah. And uh, he went from not playing a game of footy in five years to being in the NRL. So that's why he's come out of nowhere. Because yeah. he is a fucking beast. He's mm. massive. Mm. And like, he he looks like a veteran. Seriously, like he plays like a veteran. He doesn't look overwhelmed. He, he takes the right hit-ups. He makes the right calls in defence. Like, I cannot, I just cannot believe this guy's come out of nowhere. Like, nowhere, but not just come out of nowhere. Like, he's come in like a veteran. Like, when they said he was 24 or 5, I assumed that he had been this veteran playing in, in New South Wales Cup mm. and just grinded away and eventually been given his, his shot. But then I was like, how is that possible? A guy this good hasn't been picked up by another team that needs big, strong wingers. Mm. And I guess that explains it. Amazing stuff. Um, yeah, it's just... And then you've obviously got Johnston, uh, who continues to score... I mean... He might be the greatest – I mean, he really might be the greatest fucking line winder in the world. I, I posted a thing last night about um, Sue Lee and, and Cobbo for the Australian team and someone commented, why aren't we talking about AJ? Mm. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair call. I mean, he deserves to at least be in the combo. I just think maybe his carries out of the trouble aren't just comparable to the best of the best. Yeah, fair, but, I mean, he's going to be the greatest try scorer of all time. Yeah, it's And we're point. not talking about him. Yeah. 
What what is with Rabbitohs and finding wingers that just can find the line? Like Nathan Merritt at the worst club, they were struggling so bad. He was like leading try scorer. Fucking. You also got like, like a guy like Thompson. Like it's not the first time they've done this. Maddie, who was the fella? Twenty was it Everingham? Yeah, Andrew Andrew Everingham. Like he came from, he disappeared into. I think he went to. He went Japanese to rugby. rugby yeah, something. Japanese rugby. Yeah. And then who who was your your centre you won the comp with? Uh, Dylan Walker and Kirisami Ava. Ava, like he came from nowhere as well. Mm. Like it's it's incredibly impressive. Yeah, I just the, the Rabbitohs, man. I if I'm being honest, at the start of the year, I just saw man the history with Wayne leaving and clubs. Like there's something going on here. Like it's just not going to pan out. But like Latrell Mitchell. What, what he has done to this squad, the confidence that he's brought, but also to deliver and to deliver in the way he has. Uh, just, it's just, I just, the re- there's a reason why he's Latrell Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of, because we're used to seeing him play now, that we've kind of become, I guess, a bit desensitized to what this guy can do. And we've just, we appreciate it, but we don't actually realize what we're witnessing in front of us. Like, we don't actually realize that here is a kid that is still only just turned 25. He's done everything in the game and he has still so much impact on a team that he can take them from. They'll be lucky to make the eight to literally some people going, fuck, I wouldn't want to be playing them in the finals. That's how good Latrell Mitchell is. We're scratching the surface as well, aren't we? Like, Easy. He's still so raw in his time at fullback due to all the games he's missed. It happened quite recently from joining the Bunnies. Like, I feel like there's so much more to come from Latrell at fullback. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Full, another full preseason under his belt, all the mm. fitness, everything like that. He just, he's incredible. Like, wow. How good is it for rugby league, whether you love or hate the bunnies, just them firing at the moment? Like mm. with the history of that club, but more importantly, just as footy fans, they're such an exciting team to watch. Mm. So for them to come from the abyss and, and when we say the abyss and battling, they were always around the, the eight, weren't they? They yeah. never went that dark. But to see them firing, I just I really look forward to watching the Bunnies every weekend again. Yeah, absolutely. And especially considering that they're the youngest club at the comp. It's pretty incredible that they've been able to do what they <laughs> such did. such little time. <laughs> in such little time. <laughs> like to build such a heritage in such a short space, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> to think the borough formed what 18 years ago yeah that's great like 18 years ago and they've put their roots this deep it's amazing it's All amazing in the shadow of the roosters so oh, oh, okay that's where i'm going oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah got him there it is um we actually there was even some people that commented said hey you can call my team shit you can call the club fucking but i will not fucking cop that they aren't the oldest team oh. in the comp and this stadium war as well is just reigniting the south I guess we could talk roosters. about it. So basically, South are without a stadium next year. And that's where I go like, whether you like rugby league or you don't like rugby league, and all, this is all jokes aside, the Rabbitohs are a foundation club in rugby league. Rugby league is a huge part of the community. But also, the Rabbitohs, what they mean to that area is like, you can't put words to what they mean to that area, especially the area they're in. For them, the, the lack of respect for them as an organisation, for them not to have... A stadium for next year for me is baffling like we're talking about we're talking about an organization that has impacted people for what a hundred years and the rest and the rest yeah. were 104 112 no, no, how many other organizations still exist and have that so much impact in communities that are a hundred years old like it's it's rare. Like yeah. they, they usually they usually kept around because 
Um, it's a, more of a tradition to respect it. It was there, it was there before. We have something that is over 100 years old that still is a vital part of their area and they don't have a stadium yet. It is totally bizarre to me. It is, and maybe there is more to it and maybe the Rabbitohs have done something like they didn't handle it properly, but everything I'm reading is the Rabbitohs have continually asked what's going on and so, could you give us more information on, on what's going on with the, the stadiums? Basically, South were contracted to stay at a core stadium till 2030. But there was a clause in that contract to say, if the um, renovation doesn't go ahead, we, we can leave that contract. Ah, yep. So basically, the renovation didn't go ahead. And now they want to go back to Allianz. And don't forget, they were at Allianz from 1988 to 2005. I'm pretty sure those, those are the numbers. So like, they've been there before. And before that, they were in Redfern. So they've only been in Western Sydney since 2006. Um, anyway, basically they're like, well, we're getting out of this contract now. We want to play at, at the new stadium. And I think it's the New South Wales government that hasn't signed off on it. <clears throat> I don't know why. Maybe it's got something to do with this whole Volandis thing and maybe maybe they're like, see, collateral damage. I don't know. So so is this Roosters, same stadium as Roosters? Yeah, yeah. The new, th- new Alliance stadium. So does yeah. this, do you think it has something to do with the fact that Roosters want to have it as their home ground? 100%. Because Politis and that would wouldn't want South in there. So maybe they they have a say to, to Valenti as well. But surely the NRL, NRL would rather South play out of the new stadium. Like that and, and I don't understand why the the government don't want teams in their new stadium. They just built this new stadium. Mm. And also like the stadium, although there is no denying that the power of, you know, Pilates and their ability to get things Pilates their ability to get things done would have had a huge say in that stadium getting done. I, I'm assuming anyway. I'm assuming. But that stadium wasn't built just for the Roosters, was it? No, like the seats are literally there as well. Like they have um, all different shades of blue because one's Sydney FC, one's the Waratahs. Like, for example, if the Sharks, the Sharks are going to play a home final there in a few weeks. Mm. Like it's not just the Rooster Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, I actually think it adds more to the rivalry that they play at the same stadium. Like I think it's like yeah. it adds more to the rivalry. It's a turf war. It's that? literally yeah. a turf war. Maddie'd be at the front, ready to go. Gangs of New York style. <laughs> You'd be Leonardo DiCaprio at the front. <laughs> was it Bill the Butcher? What was the guy's name? Um, the incredible actor from uh, Old uh, Blood. What's it called? Old Blood. Oh man, now I'm forgetting. Brain freeze. He's also in the Phantom Thread. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm forgetting this guy's name. He's literally the greatest actor of all time. Anyway, sorry guys. I'd say you lost me, but you never had <laughs> yeah. me. <laughs> Gangs of New York. Have you seen <laughs> the movie Gangs of New York, Leonardo DiCaprio? I have, actually. No, I don't think I've either. None is? I, don't, I haven't even watched it. It's a bloody classic. <laughs> and I'm the fucking bad guy. You're the guys that haven't watched any classic <laughs> We're cinema. We're trying to get a word in with the drill there. You're talking Jesus about. Christ, <laughs> it's a bloody <laughs> classic, mate. Well, I tell you what, go and watch it. It'll make your life better. No, no. It's a great beat piece of cinema. Um, there will be blood. That's what he's also in. There will be blood. Tell me you've seen There Will Be Blood, please. Oh, my God. Seriously. No culture, no art, you guys. <laughs> I've seen it, but only because you told me to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Have we'll, you seen it? We'll, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it on the list. Um, I can't believe I still can't think of the guy's name. He's literally – anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, like, as I said, not, like, not only have they been poorly handled by the fact that they agreed to a contract that said the upgrades would happen – and then they didn't get happen. They didn't happen. Then they should have every right to, like that's a community stadium. Is it not the government paying for it? Is not the government's funds come from the community? So how are they not allowed to play there? Doesn't make sense to me. No, doesn't make sense. 
And I just think that it, it adds to the incredible. And like as a government, don't you want as many people using it as possible? Because it's a community asset that you need to pay off. Like it's, you're, we're in debt. Anyway, if you want uh, to listen to my politics podcast, it's uh, <laughs> it's going to be up and running after this one. Um, but yeah, anyway, Rabbitohs, look, incredible stuff. They've also come out and said they're quite, um, I guess, com- uh, confident that they're going to keep guys like Walker, Cook, Murray. Um, well, they're definitely keeping Murray. Uh, and also Latrell. Do you see that being broken up anytime soon? I don't think so. I think they will. I think, especially after losing Reynolds and Gagai, there's mm. got to be some coin there. Well, Latrell is on like unders at the moment, pretty short too. So they're going to have to upgrade him. Yeah, but you know, I don't think Latrell will want a ridiculous amount of money, to be honest with you. You don't reckon you want a million? He's already turned down a million to be there. Yeah, I don't think he will. I, really? Okay. He's 25. He's, well, he's got a long time to go. I, I, I think I, he's earned it, to be honest. I yeah, oh, I have no doubt he's earned. I'm not arguing that, but I reckon he'll be happy to keep himself, Cody Walker, Damien Cook to try and win a comp over the next few so years. So you reckon, what do you got there, Manny? I'm just saying it is slightly, slightly concerned that those three guys are all off contract at the same time <sighs> and they can all speak November 1. <clears throat> so let's hope. They're, they're 1, 6, 9, 13. All should be commanding 800 plus comfortably. Like that's a big chunky cap. Yeah. We spoke about top-ended, uh, you know, rosters before, but... The bunnies, if they're keeping them forward, they're going to be one of them. Yeah, totally. Uh, look, I can see. Uh, well, look, Latrell has proven he will take unders to to be at a club. Yep. Like he, he was literally offered over a million dollars by multiple clubs, and he decided to go to the Rabbitohs because of he wanted to play specifically for that club. And that's what, like, you know, I understand some people don't like, you know, not that they don't like Latrell, but they're not a fan of Latrell or whatever. But like that doesn't get spoken about enough. Like there are very few players that will literally turn down millions of dollars and take a big, big pay cut. We're talking hundreds of grands per year to go to a club. And Latrell literally did that, you know, so. Oh, I think the selfish word gets thrown around way too much with Latrell. Oh, man. It's bullshit. Yeah, that's Wasn't crazy. that long ago, you know, I put, like if he would have said he was available for game three, I would have picked him in a heartbeat. That would have mm. been another 30 grand. He put himself out of that. Yeah, 30,000 bucks. ready for South Sydney. Mm. Go on. Like I, I, I think the, the narrative around Latrell's fucking bullshit. I remember the week before, I think he, he played incredibly well, but he ran for 60 metres. Mm. Everyone bagged him for that. He, he topped the run count this week, yeah. 211 metres. All of a sudden that went hush, hush. Well, I, I, what I love about Latrell is like, he kind of defies, he defies your, what we expect all the time. Like this is what the fullback should be. This is the shape, the size, the way they should play. He comes and says, nah, even like the way he played centre, it was just so beautiful to watch. Like, you know, in a selfish way, I would love him to just play one more year before his career's over at centre, just to see that monster on the oh. edge throwing blokes around like he did for so many years. Um, but anyway, yeah, Latrell is incredible. Now, on to any other boys. Um, Keon, again, far out he's matured, man. He, he, he's so consistent. And, like, how many times have we seen these incredible big edge back rowers, they come in and they, they have a few good games and then they're quiet few games and they're quiet. Keon is, is just constantly consistent now. Like I think at the start of his career, he had a tendency to, to drop in and out of a season. This year, every single game is just high, high quality. Like it's always quality with him now. It's just so impressive. Yeah, I, I don't look at him anymore as a... A rookie you know, kind yeah, of... Yeah, I don't look yeah. at him as a rookie at no. all anymore. I just, I know what I'm going to get every week. I expect that every week from yeah. him as well. 
Uh, if he was to have a couple of off weeks, I'd be pretty disappointed in him because yeah. he's set that standard for himself now. For sure. And I, and I think that you'd be crazy if he's not in Origin talks. I think that's crazy. Like if, if he isn't at least considered for the Origin squad next year. Mm. Um, now, I, I understand you can only pick two players, but far out. Like, for example, like a guy like Ola Kutuatu and Keon, like the next young guys coming up. It's a scary edge back row if they can be consistent. Was it last year that Freddie picked him in Origin or was that this year in the squad? I think it was last year he was in the squad. I'm pretty sure. Fuck, that's um, good. You know, so like him in a Blues jersey be a pretty scary prospect yeah, on the edge and there. What it what it means for the Bunnies as well, having that strike weapon week in week out. They're obviously a left side dominated attack because of how ridiculously good it is. You know, Cody plays on that left side. Latrell tends to prefer left side, but now they've got Keon killing it on the right with that attacking line. Mm. So like all good back rowers should do, even when he's not getting the ball, he's attracting them. Mm. And then you've got Latrell sweeping out the back of him on the right and Cody often slides to the other side and shifts and plays right as well, just in attacking movements. So across the whole ground, they've mm. got these just attacking threats. Um, like, have fun defending them when, oh, when the four, when the pack are moving forward and rolling. Yeah. They can score anywhere. And I want to throw give, Campbell Graham back in there. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I want to give uh, Havili a shout out. He's been great off the bench. Like when he was brought to the club, I was like, "Oh, Cookie's a eighty-minute player. Is it worth the buy?" But I actually think he suits exactly what they need, which is speed and power off the bench. He's been outstanding. Another guy I want to give a shout out to, Joy Arrow. Just gone about his work. Doesn't get the raps he deserves, in my opinion. 192 metres, 27 tackles, zero misses. I think that because he went to such a star-studded side, a lot of people forget, like, at the Titans, he was the guy. Like, he was the guy. Um, And we forget that, like, because he's in a star-studded side, he kind of just goes about his business. But when you really look at it, this is a back row. Keon, Jai Arrow, and Cam Murray. Like, you could argue that that back row could take it to any back row in the comp. It really could on its day. And so things are looking good. Things are looking good for the Rabbitohs. I really like where they're headed. Another year with Lockie Elias, um, you know, under his belt. I think next year is going to be even better. I think the, as long as they can re-sign those key players, I think the Rabbitohs are in a really strong spot and they deserve a rap as an organisation for losing such key players and being able to continue on the way they have. Really, really good stuff. Great win by the um, Rabbitohs. Now, on to the Eels. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is Parramatta, but it, I don't know who they play in uh, Canterbury next week. If they go and win that by forty, I it won't surprise me. They're just, I don't know. I don't know. Do you know any more analysis, Dad? <laughs> um, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is becoming clearer and clearer to me is just complacency and, yeah. I, and attitude. And I don't think anyone could say that's being harsh because we know that they can match it, not even match it with the best in the NRL, they can beat the best in the NRL. And then they go and drop games to all right, the Bulldogs and the Tigers quite convincingly when they're at the bottom of the table and you're sort of sitting there going, all right, well, a bit complacent, they're not getting up for those games. But you're like, all right, at least they're getting up for the big games and the big com- competitive games that they need to. We've seen it time and time again. And then this game, they're playing for a top eight spot. Massive game against the Rabbitohs, who are rivals for that top eight spot, slash top four. And they get blown off the park. And it's, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's across the board, but it starts in the middle. And I look at someone like Junior Bolo, who is, you know, one of the top prop forwards in the game. Mm. But the difference between him and, like, Payne Haas and David Clemmer is that 
in bad results for the Knights and the Broncos, they're still running for 180 metres. Junior Bolo on the weekend ran for 74 metres. Mm. And he has these games where he doesn't. And I just don't see what else you can put that down to other than attitude. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, Junior Bolo, he's been, like, he's usually their consistent one. Like, especially last year, mm. if I recall correctly. He only had 38 minutes. Do you think he might be injured? Potentially. Because he played like 60 minutes or some shit, like against someone recently, I'm pretty sure. Well, we know he can do it easily, like big minutes if they need him to. And like, I thought he was great uh, in origin. And it's not like they were, like, they went into this game, I thought they were lucky to be only down 14-0 at half time, but they weren't out of it. Yeah, no, they weren't. They actually like won some of the starts. You know, so for example, the week before, the week before he played 48 minutes and ran for 173 metres. It's the least amount of minutes he's played all year. Maybe he's injured. He honestly might be injured. Because 38 minutes for a key forward like that and their their backs, their, um, the reserve grade, uh, sorry, the reserves, um, you know, they played a pretty substantial minutes, I think. Again, 49 minutes, 187 metres. In eight games this year, he's run for under 105 metres. Yeah, interesting. One, two, three, four, five, six of those have been under 100 metres. Like, in terms of getting up week in, week out, so I don't have Huss's stats here or Clemmer's, but no matter how bad the result is, they're running for like 150 plus comfortably. Yeah. I will, maybe it's an unfair comparison. I will say that, he that, plays that, a little bit of a different role for... I was about to say, yeah, yeah. the more ball playing. And also, you know, they're so pivotal to their packs, Huss, and in particular Clemmer. But, you know, they've also got a lot of very good forwards, all three of those sides. Um, you know, maybe I'm being a bit critical on him, but I was just—it's just frustrating. No, well, it's a good example because, you know, like, I agree. I think RCG and Junior Paolo, they're, they're the tone setters, mm. and whenever Para play poorly, it, they just don't seem to have that energy. And I actually spoke about it around the Origin period where I felt that Eels were a little bit too reliant on those two to deliver for them, and I think that is why they went into the market for a, a really good front rower to, to ease a bit of that. Um, need for these guys to like come out and absolutely brain it every single yep. week be the tone setters it, I, I just yeah it, it, like unless if those two guys are on they usually play really well if they're not they don't so you, you could say that maybe that's a knock on them or you could say it's it's a knock on the the setup that they have where they are so heavily reliant on just two front rowers they're almost like the only team that is like if their front rowers aren't on they're just can't win. But even then, you've got like Maddo there, Papali'i who, you know, drifts between middle and edge a fair bit, Sean Lane who's, you know, very much sticks to his edge. But then they've got some good forwards coming off the bench. Like, why are they so reliant on these yeah, two they guys? shouldn't be that – like, <clears throat> all we do is compliment IPAP and all we do is compliment Sean Lane. Mm. Maddo's been fantastic this year as well. He made his way into origin. Why are they so reliant on these two front rowers? Yeah, it's just – fuck, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know because, like – you know, he still made 31 tackles, only missed two. Like, so it's not like, you know, and then you've got Campbell Gillard, 31 tackles, four misses, which is a little bit on the higher end, but the Rabbitohs were moving around quite a bit. Yeah, it's a really interesting one. Like, I, th- I think that they would be disappointed with their performance for sure on the weekend. Um, 38 minutes is a really interesting one. Mm. Like, I, I don't understand that unless he's injured or, you know, the coach wanted to go a different direction. Maybe that just didn't – I'd have to have a look, but then maybe that just didn't bring him back on late, was it, because of the blowout score or something? Yeah, and maybe. he didn't get his extra 10 or um, – I mean, Sean Lane was fucking really good. Oh, he was not really good. Really, yeah. He has been really good. That's the thing. When you look at these power losses outside of, like, mm. you know, 
uh, RCG and Junior's numbers were a bit down. Like they're all, they're all their numbers are not that bad, you know. So it's like Dylan Brown still ran for 122 meters, 24 tackles, only two misses. Jacob Arthur still kicked for 457 meters, um, 20 tackles, only three misses. But it's I just can't put my finger on with the Eels. Like I just like, I mean, I, no one can. I don't think no. they can. Like no one can. Like. Whoa. The only thing is, like, maybe they're just waiting. What do you got there, Matty? So, Paulo came – he started, came off in the 22nd minute, then came back on in the 56th minute, and then went off in the 72nd minute. It's interesting. So, if it's a tight game, he probably plays the last eight, for yeah. sure, you'd think. So, maybe even that that would push him up above 40. Yeah. I know that sounds crazy, but I, I think they're just waiting for finals. The problem is they could literally yeah. bounce out. <laughs> yep. Could you imagine the carnage that's going to happen oh. if they bounce out of the finals? Does Brad Arthur stay? Well, this is the thing with Brad Arthur. I mean, we just went through that entire pack. He brought IPAP over as a reserve grader. He's turned Sean Lane, respectfully, from I thought one of the more inconsistent first graders to this year, one of the more consistent. He's got Matto over here, who's now played Origin, got those front rowers. Like he's, he's done an incredible job, but at some point, if you can't take them to that next step... Mm. Are you happy being fifth and sixth? Well, it's tough because it's like, yeah, I, I am happy being fifth and sixth better than fucking on yeah, the bottom of the table. Yeah, but for how long? Yeah, I know. I agree with you. I'm, I'm totally with you. It's totally... so unfair on Brad Arthur. Oh, do you give him an extra year? <laughs> but we'll be having, uh, I personally will yeah. be having the same conversation Because they lost Papali'i, they lost Reed Marnie. Oh, I think it'd be very stiff if they got rid of him for next year, even if they miss the finals. I know that we expect so much better, but Christ, he hasn't been that bad. Like, no, no, I, yeah. yeah, I think we're all. I'd be happy to hold him. Oh, sure. I'd definitely hold him yeah. for another year, at least another yep. year. And I would say to like, mate, this is the year. Yeah, this is the year. But then the thing is, they may have had that conversation with him already. Mm. This is the year. Well, surely, True. knowing that Reed was leaving, like, surely this, this, I think this was the year. Yeah. I'll tell you what though If he became available If I was a bottom four club I'd snap him up in Yeah Because yeah, he's proven He can take yeah. a bottom To the top four Parramatta shouldn't be Where they are When he walked in We've said it before mm. like, They shouldn't Like for the position He walked in on They were an absolute oh. Shit fight They were a basket case yeah. Like a basket case So Yeah Really interesting times I know I know people don't like this But I, I genuinely still think That they're such a bogey team That they could go Get to the finals we talked about it. Complacency is the issue. There is no complacency in finals. Yeah. And I think last year they showed it. They, a similar thing happened last year where they just went back half of the year, they dove off a cliff. They got into the finals and they they really ripped and teared. Um, but it's not looking good. It really isn't looking good. So so at the moment, like it, it, if they're in finals, do we think they'll be seventh or eighth? That- probably. So they'll have to probably what play. So they're looking at an away game, either Brisbane, South Sydney or Melbourne. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah. At least so, South Sydney stay in Sydney, but if you have to go to Suncorp or Amy Park. Mm. Oh, it's a tough gig. The problem is, though, is like 
they've proven they can beat they've the top They've probably got tier. the best record at Amy Park outside <laughs> of Melbourne. So, yeah. It's like, you know, they've proven they can do it. So, yeah, real, real interesting. Um, yeah, there's not much else we can say with the Eels, guys. Like, it's, it's, it seems like this every second week we're sitting mm. here going, fuck, sorry, guys, like, just didn't turn up. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.